0: Hallelujah! Glory to God. Amen. Thank God for for deliverance, because uh, Roland almost uh, put God in the witness box to ask him some questions. I thank God for the change. Amen we are going to have a 20-minute charge of preaching or teaching whichever one it is and then we'll pray for 10 minutes hallelujah glory to god father we thank you because you are very faithful we thank you in the name of jesus christ Now, that testimony is to help someone take a step. Amen. It is to help somebody take a step. It's to let someone's faith stand strong that God is able to do. Amen. So, the one that you have kept over there that you are looking for what to add to it. Addition is not biblical. It is geometric progression. That's biblical and spiritual. So you better go before it leaves you. Amen. All right, please have your seats. Jeremiah, we've not gone there for a very long time. Is there any Jeremiah in the the church here? (laughs) No Jeremiah? Absent? No Habakkuk? (laughs) Amen. hallelujah Mm. chapter 1 we'll be reading from verse 4. Then the word of the Lord came to me. The word did what? Came to me. The word came. Where was the word before it came? And who sent the word? And what was the mission of the word? To how many of us has the word ever come? Pastor Dave, has the word come to you before? Or you weren't looking for it? And the word of God came. Go ahead. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. Before you were born, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I sanctified you. And I ordained you a prophet to the nations. I know the thoughts I have concerning you they are thoughts of what? Thoughts of what? Thoughts of what? Not evil? Intended to give you what? An expected and a future and a hope. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. You had been in the realm of God's conception. He had determined that you are coming into this world. He had programmed you to be here. Your parents were not aware. That's why when you, sometimes you accuse your parents, you'll be making a huge mistake. Before, they, did, they didn't know. The only one who knew why you came is God himself. The circumstances are not very, very important. Before I formed you in the womb, your parents have nothing to do with it. All that God used them for is to provide certain basic elements That you need to crystallize to become a human being. I've mentioned it to you before that growing up as a child, I made a statement that I didn't understand, but I came to understand in the faith. I said, Every part of my body, I'm older than every part of my body, so I can't eat food and then I vomit. I wasn't a Christian, I wasn't going to church. But I don't know where it came from. I said, my stomach cannot determine what I should eat. Because I'm older than my stomach. And I remember my grandmom, them, trying to push me around. I said, but that's what I know. Who told you? I said, I don't know. It was later on, later and later, later, when I came to read the Bible, that I discovered that what I was saying was true. Before he formed me in the womb, he knew me in his program what I was meant to do or meant to be. And while I was yet still in the womb, he sanctified me to be able to stand in the office that he had called me to stand. And he ordained me to be what people say I am. Amen. So one day when we were having ordination, I made a statement that ordination is a public announcement of what God had done already concerning your life. That's why I don't believe in all these uh, flamboyance and, uh, and uh, invite people because you are being ordained. Do you know when the person was ordained? That your pastor says he won't ordain you. There's one pastor who said he will never ordain that fellow. The fellow came to me and was talking. I said, keep quiet. Go and do the work that God asks you to go and do. What's the ordination? It's a public announcement. The oil is very symbolic. I don't have any problem with that one. But that is not the ordination. The ordination is that God called you and he ordained you. And you were running away, very stubborn. But he had ordained you. And when the time came that you responded to the call or responded to his invitation to be a believer, then he began to take you along the path of the blueprint for your life. You need to understand some things. It is in this town. He threw all man on pediments in the way of that young man. But everybody in the church knew that this man was ordained by God to be a minister. It's only the pastor that said he will not allow him. In this town, is someone I've brought to the church here before. All manner of frustrations. So one day when we talk about the issue, I said, don't forget it. Your ordination took place long ago. They don't understand. They don't know. when eventually he had to be ordained, somebody was crying because he was still protesting. Protestant. Protestant pastor. If he had his way, that fellow would never be ordained. But the things that the ordained ones were doing, the man was invited almost everywhere to go and do it. So what is your problem? We must have understanding of some things. You can't change the course of life of your children. Go and read medicine. He said, the physicists No, they agree with We say go and read it. Go and read. By force. And the child is not doing well. And you are offended again. You are telling everybody that your, your child is, is, a, is a dullard. You have not gone to find out what that child was programmed for. And God makes it so cheap for us to understand. before I formed you in the womb, I knew you, before you were born, I sanctified you to be the person that I programmed you to be in the realm of the spirit and then I ordained you into an office for your assignment that you are going to do. We have a responsibility to train people and take them to the point where they enter into the assignment that God has brought them to be. That's the only thing we have. The day this young man got born again, I knew, I knew, I knew from when he was born that he would be a minister. But the day he got born again, I began to play my part. My path was to put him on the right track. For him to grow into that office. I'm not the one that called him into ministry. God like said, It doesn't matter the title they call, they give to you now. Whether Saint or that's saying to a Minister or anything. Whatever God said you are, that's what you are. It is your duty, it is my duty to make sure that I stand where the Lord wants me to stand. And that what he has called me to do will now begin to show forth. I want every one of you to understand this simple principle that I want to give to you today. So you don't go fighting for position. You're already positioned before you came. Now, when you arrived, then it became the responsibility of men to bring you into the realm where you belong through exposure and training. So stop taking credit over the people that you have helped to get to any point. It's great to see people that God used you to mold. There's some good feeling that comes in you like that, but it's not something that you capitalize on. Why? Because you have just been used by God. And He has given you your blessing already. So He has paid for what you did in the life of the person. But it is important for you to sustain what you are doing because somehow the person is connected to you by divine arrangement. Go ahead. Then said, Ah, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak for youth everyone who is who is sincerely has encounter with God will talk the way he talked any one person that has had an encounter with God an encounter with God you see your littleness you see your inadequacies and that is supposed to help you to organize your life to depend on him the more I remember in 1992 when I was posted to Calabar to go and be the resident pastor. When I got the letter, I thought I was going as assistant pastor. I looked at the paper again and I saw I was going as resident pastor. See, immediately every scripture I knew in the world disappeared. My heart began to beat I left Cardinal and went to my station to where I was before, and that was where Pastor Mensah was, and I said, sir, everything I know has left. He said, it's very good. I said, ah, what is good about that one? He said, you must be empty for him to fill you. Now you can learn to depend on him. Our challenge is that we don't want to depend on God, but we want to become what God has called us to be. (laughs) We don't want to depend on God, But we want to become what God has called us to be. For by strength shall no man prevail. It takes only God to bring you to where he has programmed you to be. He has arranged everything about your life. If only we can depend on him, learn to walk with him, we will not miss our way. He will begin to take us from person to person. Those are human poles that God uses to guide you on the path To where you are supposed to be. They are human what? poles? They bear light. Their light is what is helping you to go. They show you the way of the Lord. For you to gradually get to where you are going to. And that is why you must always remember the people that God used to take you on that path. Do you know class one teachers? How many of you have taught before? You, you taught in school before? Ah! Anyone who taught in class one, class one. Class one. He taught class one. I should respect you a lot. Those guys they don't have ears. They don't hear anything. They don't hear anything. Okay, this is your table. He says so it's okay. As soon as you leave, he jumps on the table. Teacher is coming. He sits down. Anything that you are talking about is not important to that fellow. He doesn't understand anything. All he knows, just me, I used to play drums on my, in my classroom. I'll be beating the drums. So my teacher carried the table and carried me to the field. Under the sun, go and play. And there were two, two lazy girls who were dancing. He carried all the two of them. <laughs> and I didn't, it didn't mean anything to me. You have given me a larger space. So I was busy drumming and then they were also busy dancing. We were sweating like no man's business. Then when to be, the ring back, we have closed. We have all closed. Why won't you be last when the exam is written? But you see, in spite of all these things, the teacher has all the patience to take care of these children. Remember your elementary school teachers, class one in particular. Class one. Those that held your hand when you came to the faith, they held your hand like this. Always remember them. Don't forget them. We talk about the university lecturers and the rest of them, but our class one teachers, we don't talk about them. In case yours is alive, go and look for him or her. Go and give that man some hope to live. Some joy. That the people that he travelled for several years ago, one of them has become a human being. Because over there they were not human beings. <laughs> they go to buy food and they're in the classroom, it is food they are using a stone. <laughs> Teacher appear, everybody is down. Class one. But you've got to go through that place and go through the pose, human pose that God has listed. I've told you already my record from class one, last, 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 first, second, third terms, last. There was no, no controversy. I, nobody was competing with me for the last position. It was secured. <laughs> Baba, Like who? That my friend, eh? Aha. Always last, but he became somebody great. Hallelujah. You know, then they went to class 2. When school, you opened? I went to class 1. My mates were not there. They said they were in class 2. I said, come on, man. I went to class 2. The teacher in class 2 carried me and through one door to class 1. By the time he would get to the two, I was already there. (laughs) He tried that for two weeks. He got tired. Say, sit down here. Make sure we don't come last again. First term, last. (laughs) (laughs) Second term, last. Then he called me. He said, "If you 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 get come last again, third term, you will not repeat here. You go and repeat in class one." I said yes, sir. He said you are saying yes. And what else do I should I say? But you see, I knew how to read time. I'm showing you something that you don't allow your failures and your sense of inadequacy to take you off the course of God. At least I knew how to read time. So they made me lower primary bell boy. Lower what? Me to a got post. Lower primary. So I was beating. I was winking. Break time, please. Huh. Break over. Everybody get inside. That was my own. Everybody get inside. Good. Third term. I beat eight people. The light was dawning. We went to class three. There was another human pole. It was a lady. All my mates were heavily built. Boys and girls, they were adults. So when the woman wanted to be, meet them, one girl, Grace Edu, would go and hold the woman embrace her, and her like this and hold her tight and the others would jump through windows and go away. <laughs> so we'll be left with three. Myself, one, Kofi Abua and one lady Grace I won't forget the names so at the end of the term Grace came first second and number three hey man I got a human pole who for circumstances surrounding us had time to attend to us so my understanding began to build up. And you know something? I knew how to recite the National Pledge. So one teacher in class 6 asked them to recite the pledge. They couldn't. He came to call me from three to go and tell them and then gave me cane. And I caned them. Later in my life, one of those people wanted to beat me. He said, this boy beat us one day. I said, what did you do? I had forgotten. He reminded me. I said, oh, I see. So you were among those who couldn't uh, recite the pledge. That's all right. There was an addition. And then in class four, I began to chop first. I chop first third term, class three. Class four, first, first. You challenge me, you will die on the way. First, first, first 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 the potential to be on top was inside but because of the happenings in class one the confidence to stand was not there every encounter you have with God brings you far 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 down she began to wonder what a mighty God we said when he becomes so mighty in your eyes then you begin to go down. So when I see a believer who has worked with God for years and is not moved with a sense of humility, then I'm beginning to wonder which God he believes in. He says, I'm only a youth. I cannot speak. Who is looking for whether you are old or, you, or young? The one who called you is the one who does it. So, it is for you to rely on him. Now, let me see the third verse. But the Lord said to me, do not say I am a youth. For you shall go to all to whom I send you. You shall do what? It is not a question of choice. You shall go to all to whom I send you. And whatever I command you, you shall speak. How can this one be? It is when you are still subjected to this God in humility, in what? Humility. You begin to gain some trust. You, you, you trust this God that if he has been able to bring you to that point, then what he's saying to you, you will be to accomplish. You shall. He said, you, 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 you shall go. You shall go. There is a force. It's a command. You shall do what? Go. You don't have a choice here. You shall go. So if his fire is burning in your bones, you surely shall go. Whether people like it or not. Let all men say no, you will still go. There is a voice that is echoing on your inside that this is my assignment. I was prepared for it right in the womb before I came out. And that includes you. Now, did he say that when your father and your mother... You, your, your father, and your mother were with you in the beginning. I, I, I knew you. No. He said, When is you? Before you were formed. So that you, you, you were born without a father. It doesn't matter. That they give birth to you in the village or inside bus. Your mother was returned from Mokola Market and inside the bus. Just there in the bus. Before they could say, Go, you have already arrived. What kind of child is I have come. I have what? Your life is not in the hands of anybody your life is programmed by god your submission to god is what will make you realize the fullness of what god has programmed you to be don't ever look at yourself and begin to belittle yourself i have just come to believe christ i don't know much of scriptures he doesn't know your knowledge he doesn't need that knowledge what he needs is your submission and then he will take you through the school pass you through the hands of human poles who would help you direct your course? Your success in life is not with you. Your success in life is in the hands of many people. And as long as you submit yourself to God, He takes you from one person to the other. And you eventually get to where you are going. I don't know why God is I bringing this kind of thing. I asked them in the office, What, what, what do you say? i came to this world empty why because i know that god has specific things that he wants us to go through in this year for us to get to where he showed us before the year began that we'll get there so i want to rely completely on what he's saying don't belittle yourself don't be scared by the failures and disappointments of yesterday don't those things never close your chapter no they only came to quicken you for you to know that you can make it in life your business collapsed a few years ago and so you are scared one man disappointed you so you, every man scares you. And the man who is appointed, where is he? Have you tried to find out? He has also been disappointed by many women. Since he refused to make you a married woman, he will also not be a married man until Jehovah God forgives him. So that man's name should be cancelled in your life and let him go. That woman's name has been cancelled in your life and let him go. Let her go. And then you begin to look up to God. Where next, Lord? Maybe your wife is not, your wife is not even in this, in this country. Your wife is somewhere else. Somewhere in Jamaica. <laughs> that's, maybe that's where your wife is. I tell you, when you get to the airport somebody will come to you and then uh, before you know something is happening. Why? In the God's own program you have been sanctified to be a husband. I'm not saying be careless. I'm not saying just go and lie down there and say I'm waiting for him to come. It is not That's what I'm saying. I told you that you're going to move from one stage to the other. Your confidence in the movement is very important. The program of God will surely come to pass. It will surely what? Come to pass. If it delays, it is not God delaying you. It is your insensitivity to the signals of heaven. Many of us have been very insensitive to signals. Why? Because we want God to operate within our mold, within our mold, the way we understand things. That's how we want God to operate. So, several times he has come and we never saw him. We never saw him. Before you were formed in the womb, I knew you. Before you were formed. Before you were what? before you were formed. The, the, the other part that you know, make, gets me so excited is that he sanctified you in the womb. And when you came, you, you, you as bad boy and as bad girl that you developed to be, you were only sleeping in the mud. So So the sanctification was covered with mud. And then, and then, And then you came to hear about Jesus Christ. And you yielded yourself to Jesus. And the hand of God came upon you to bring to bear that which he did in the womb to make it work out in your life. You are not a stranger here. You are not a stranger. No, no, you are not a stranger. In fact, that's one thing I've never been. I don't know how to be a stranger. I don't know. Started, started long ago and now it is the same. I don't know how to be, to be a stranger. That I'm a stranger. Strange what? All of us are strangers. Are you getting what? We are all, all passing through this earth. We are passing through. So nobody is owner of anywhere. Nobody owns anything. The earth is lost and the fullness is thereof. The nations, the people inside, all of them are for him. So, if I come from Ghana to Nigeria, I'm not a stranger. You can't confuse me. Anywhere God carries you to, when you get the airport, tell the land I've arrived. I've what? I've arrived. Oh, this is my father's land. I've arrived. When you come to Christ, then God's blueprint for your life now begins to work in your life your reliance on God and your walk in his word, as we saw when we were talking about Job in the morning, your reliance in the word will begin to take you from one level to the other. You may have challenges, but the same God will lift you up. You may fall today, but he will lift you up and keep you standing. He said, he placed my feet upon the rock to stay. He placed what? my feet upon the rock to stay so I will not sink in the sand. And he put a new song in my mouth to sing, even a song of praise unto our God. That should keep you strong and healthy that no matter what is happening, you are going to get to your destination. Glory to God. Tell someone I'm getting to my destination. Amen oh if you are saying what I'm saying now then why are you behaving as if you have arrived why why are you behaving as if you have arrived and you are not so relaxed so relaxed. let us sleep let us eat and drink let us eat and drink if you know where you are going to you you will lighten up you do what you lighten up. Whatever I command you, you shall speak. So learn to speak what the Lord has commanded you. And the commands are all in the word of God. Speak that thing with boldness. With what? Boldness. Can I see the next verse? Do not be afraid of their faces because from the day you were born, the faces were there. From the day you were born, the faces were there. There's something I say jokingly that I was giving birth to at 8.30 8 in the morning. That time, all the witches had gone to farm. It was in the village. All of them, God just waited for them to go to farm. No, In the village, they leave early for, to farm so that uh, they can finish their job and come back. So all of them went to farm before I was born. By the time they returned, I, I did, yeah. I had arrived. Because the time they were giving birth to you, even those who were helping your mother, delivering her, that's how they were looking at you like this. You want to join us here? You will see something. You you check your palm. What did he bring? Ha! No, I know it cannot work. Cannot work. Cannot work. Don't be afraid of their faces. When you were a toddler, they were there. When you began to walk, they were there. One day, when you fell, they said you will never walk again. They were there. He said, Don't be afraid. For what? I am with you to deliver you. From where? From their faces. From their evil wishes and negative pronouncements. My wife was giving a testimony about uh, something about me the other time in the village when one old lady wanted to play on my, my record before my wife. I woman myself. That the woman could not understand how I had become who I am, because uh, in her own understanding there was nothing that would bring a change, would change. How many of you have taken Ogro before? Ogoro, Akwadashi. Uh, push me, I push you. You have, eh? How oh, you did? Yes, you're a great man. It takes only strong people to drink that one. Jelly, jelly people don't drink that thing because it starts burning from your mouth, burn through your, your throat. When it lands in your stomach, it will simply burning you. You will know that you have travelled. Mm-hmm. That is all that woman knew about me. That we're drinking, we're fighting. I fought everybody, including police. Everybody. The police, the chief of the town, and anyone. You cross my path, I will fight. <laughs> so, in that woman's estimation, because she saw me well, well, we were drinking that in her house. So she knew it. And I'm looking at her, and said, hey, you are for soup. <laughs> and my wife said, no, in your own. hey! I'm so, yeah, let's go, let's go. <laughs> let's go before, before, you know, she said things that will shake your faith. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We were on the path. We went wayward here and there. But he says, I am with you to deliver you. Don't be afraid. You may be down today, but you are not going to remain there. You are rising up to go forward. You are a victor. You are an overcomer. You are a man who fulfilled destiny. You are a woman who fulfilled destiny. Where God says you are getting to you, surely we'll get there. They may pull you back today. But you will pull them in tomorrow. By your hand, those that said you will not make it, they will see the glory of God. In the name of Jesus Christ. Why? Because Jesus got the things that the Father finished from the beginning. And he made them to manifest in your life. You are not a nobody. You are a great person. You are not a failure. You are a person that is bold enough to try everything. You didn't fail. You only got to learn how it will not work. Glory to God. I'd like you to walk with your chest out. That you are an accomplished person. Programmed by God to show forth the praise of God. No matter who is offended. Let me read the verse 10. And then I sit down. God says see Everybody says, see (laughs) That is wake up To reality I have this day Set you over the nations And over the kingdoms You have been lost for long You have been deceived by your youthfulness They told you you cannot make it Nobody does at your age And so they kept you there i said see this day i have set you over nations and over the kingdoms to root out and to pull down to do what root out. i want you to follow the, the 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 sequence to root out and to pull down to destroy and throw down and then to build and plant until you root out pull down destroy throw down You cannot build, and you cannot plant. So root out, root out the attitudes and habits and formations that have come over the years and become part of your life. The enemy rejoices on the touchline when he sees those things manifesting. Root out the anger, destroy it away, destroy it. Root out the pride, destroy it because you don't need that one for anything. It is only the meek and the lowly that god will show his ways he confides in such people he hates the proud that thing is what is destroying many people many people you are too conscious of your self-estimation what will people say about me were you born together huh? when nigeria some guys wanted to come back to ghana they didn't have transport money and and then uh, we were talking, one of them said, "How can I go home empty-handed?" I said, "Did you sign an agreement with anybody? When you were coming to Nigeria, did you sign an agreement with anybody that you will be returned with five cars?" He said, I said, "Come out, get out and go home. Do you like this rather you are living? You are not on any contractual terms with anybody. It is you and God. is the one who knows your end from the very beginning and he's the one who is carrying you on that path so rely on him forget about what men are talking about let them say that's how what somebody wrote on his car let them say at the back of the car let them say so it means you are free to say call me a dummy you are free this boy is very ugly yes he will never make it. Eh? Keep on saying all those things. But the one who said, I have already made it. Right from my mother's womb. He is the one who is with me to strengthen me and to deliver me from the hands of these people. So root out the pride. It's a canker And a cancer. Killing many people. Many people with glorious destinies are dying on the wayside. Because of pride. Is it me? Who are you? Except for the Christ that lives in you. Who are you? Why won't you wait until you get to the next level before you look? You ask me, do you know me? Because now they don't know you. They know you at your level. Nobody knows you at the next level. Are you going to die here? Won't you move forward? You are going to go forward. So throw aside every weight and the sin that don't beset you easily like that, and then press on because you are going on a journey. And this journey you will surely arrive. Whether you go with a knapsack or you go with 24th December, you will get there. You know, 24 December? What is that one? Paul Dimbabwe. Whether you arrive. One boy was traveling to US, was we Nigeria, and then he came to me. I should give him my briefcase. <laughs> I had one acolade briefcase like this. He said, ah, "Yeah, for I'm in Eh, we paper because <laughs> i But here, foolish boy, pal. Me 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 from plane from the plane. I'll just drop it." Whichever way you go, you have arrived. Amen? All right. Forget about men. Let every statement they make encourage you to move forward. Mm -hmm. My chemistry teacher, Mr. Engman, made a statement in the class of my, my little cousin. He said that he was talking about those who make division one and didn't mention my name. And so, the boys there in the class ask him, what about senior, senior kwachi, senior kwachi? Hey, man. The man said, if it were two years ago, I would have said yes, but not now. He asked them, have you seen any class five student who goes to dance on Saturdays? If they don't want us to dance, why should they go and play music? I would dance from first music to the last I will dance. I'll dance and change shirt. Yes. Dance like that. The man said, I will fail. So when my my little girl, <laughs> cousin heard that one, she cried. She so cried. She cried her, her eyes out and then came and said, Mr. i I went to and an I thanked him. I said I just came to thank you because I, I'm told that you said I would fail. I said, I'm going to shock you. Either the best or with the best. In your subject and overall. He said, I'll be happy if you can do that. I said, I I'm I'm it's, it's done already. I was bragging, it's done. But you see, what that man said set me on a hill to, to steady. A man pushed me very deep. I had to sit up with the night to read. Because the man said, I'm going to fail. I must pass to disgrace this man. When I was going for my results, we met at the gate. And said, give me your hand. I gave him, he said, you are beating me to it. So I asked him what happened. He said, go division one. I said, hey! No, 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 no. No. When I got to the principal, headmaster's office, the man looked at me and frowned. I said, what's wrong with this man? He said, you are a disappointment. You are a disappointment. Hey! Sit down! When he said, sit down, he "He carried ruler to check the thing. When he put the ruler, I peeped. And I saw that uh, there was no big deal there. What is that man talking about? And then he said, you could have made a distinction. That's what he said. You could have made a distinction, but you're not serious. I said, forget it. Some people came, they are third class. They are going. What are you talking about? are you talking about? Some comments will push you up. Don't get offended. People will look down on you. Don't be offended. If you do that, you will die early. Don't be, Nothing moves me. There is nothing that moves me. As you are seeing me like this, there's nothing that moves me. Nothing. You look at me, come and check my heart. You know the kind of heart I carry. Brand new, brand New all those nonsense, don't they reach my heart? Adult, like you, they ask you why. Was it me? Is your heart not your head? Is it not big? You yourself be sincere with yourself, but check yourself in the mirror you will see that when you look in the mirror, your head has filled the entire mirror. So what are you talking about? So the person said, it's a commendation. Acknowledgement of that which is. Hallelujah. Now like you see, this is life. No matter how you are, they will have something to say about you. So forget about those people give them a microphone and they should open up let it sound so loud in the course of doing that they are advertising you because you are going somewhere ladies and gentlemen I'd like you to just pray one prayer this moment I'm rooting out every negativity in my life I'm pulling them down and I'm destroying them and then when you are done you begin to build you begin to plant plant something new the Christ in you attitude the hope of glory that lies ahead of you lift up your voice and please pull down those things Pull. you are doing intercession for yourself you are doing intercession for yourself pull those things down be sincere with yourself what is it that is disturbing your life? What is that but in your life? What is it that people want, don't want to see about you? They want to be something different. Pull that thing down. Lay aside all the concerns that should not be. Lay aside. Lay aside. Lay aside. Lay aside all the things all the things that should not be lay aside get them out root them out it is your turn to enter the realms that God wants you to be a little failure is not the end of the journey that failure is not the end of it all No, no 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 some lukewarmness that comes your way some prayerlessness that comes your way pull that thing down pull it down pull it down now begin to open up, allow the Holy Ghost to plant some things in your life let the Holy Ghost plant some new things in your life open up, allow the Holy Ghost plant something new in my life A life full of mature thoughts. A life of victory over circumstances and challenges of life. A life of victory. A life of victory. Glory to God. In the name of Jesus. And finally, moreover, the word of the Lord came to me saying, Jeremiah, what do you see? What, what? what do you see and i said i see a branch of an almond tree finish it finish it then the lord said to me you have seen well for i'm ready to perform my work now what do you see about your life what do you see about your life what do you see about your tomorrow what do you see about next year by the time the year is ending what are you expecting to see What do you see? Who are you? What picture do you have? Lift up your voice and begin to prophesy to your life. Begin to prophesy into your life. Begin to prophesy into your destiny. Begin to prophesy into your ministry. Begin to prophesy into your marriage. Begin to prophesy what you see. When you see well, God said, I'm ready to perform it. I will hasten my word to bring it to pass. Whatever God has said about you will surely come to pass. Begin to see it like that. Begin to see the houses. Begin to see everything that God is bringing your way. Glory to God. In the name of Jesus Christ You were made before you came You remain made And you keep on going From strength to strength You advance on a daily basis Your enemies will see you And they will bow to you But nothing shall stop Your forward movement In the name of Jesus Christ The clouds may come But the light of God shines inside the clouds And you are pressing forward in the name of jesus shout i'm made nothing can change me that is the title of the message god bless you